0: One of my best friends is named Seth. He is good at building things. I am not. Seth is the sort of guy who can pull up to your house with his truck full of tools and leave 30 minutes later having built you a new deck with electrical outlets all hooked in. So that's an exaggeration, but he is really handy. So when I needed to hook up a dryer vent in my basement last fall, I called Seth for some instructions. I figured I could probably do the job myself, but needed some advice from him over the phone. Seth tried to give some ideas to me, but I could tell that he was thinking, this guy is going to mess up this job if he tries it himself. Corey, I've got the drill you need. I'll be at your house tomorrow afternoon, Seth assured me. I was very relieved. The next day, Seth and his son, Mason, showed up and did a perfect job fixing up my issue. I think I owe them a pizza still. Truth is often better seen than heard. It's usually far more effective for someone to show up face-to-face and guide you than simply hear them talk to you from far away. Jesus did this. Truth-telling was right at the heart of Jesus' ministry on earth. He was not just sending out words and advice for people to follow. Jesus gave us face-to-face truth about God and about ourselves. John 1 verse 18 says, The Word became flesh and lived among us. He came from the Father, full of grace and truth. In fact, Jesus was so connected with the mind and spirit and the truth of his Father That when a friend asked him to show him the Father, Jesus simply responded by saying, I've been with you for so long, don't you know me? John 14 verse 8. That phrase still astounds me every time I read it. So Jesus is the living face of God. He is the truth, capital T, in human form. He is the friend who showed up in real life rather than just talking from afar. Last week we saw the Roman governor Pilate brush truth aside for the sake of his political aims. Pilate handed Jesus over to be crucified so that his own position of power wouldn't be tampered with. But in the gospel stories we don't just see truth being ignored, we actually see great violence and aggression come against the truth. As Jesus lived in this world, he was often rejected. His life looked different than many others. His words made people uncomfortable at times and called for them to set their faces in God's path rather than their own. To put it simply, Jesus' life and teachings were, and still are, quite inconvenient for those of us who like to make our own paths. Many of us have a sort of gut reaction against his message, but when we realize that we can't separate the man from the message, it becomes clear that the only way to get rid of Jesus' teaching is to get rid of Jesus. And this is the drive behind the violence of the cross. In order to get rid of truth, lowercase t, we must kill the truth, uppercase t. Notice that at each stage of his death, Jesus continues to speak and embody the truth. But each time, he was met with more violence. When the soldiers arrested him, he admitted, I am he, I am the one you're seeking. Then the truth was captured and taken away. When he was before the religious leaders, he admitted that he was the Christ, the Son of God. Then the truth became ignored and spit on. When he was before King Herod, he refused to get sidetracked and perform cheap spiritual tricks for entertainment. Then the truth became ridiculed and mocked. Then, when he was before Pilate, he claimed to have come to this world to bear witness to the truth. Then the truth stood bloodied and beaten." In each case, Jesus continued to live and speak the truth of God. He remained faithful and true, but in each case, he was met with violence. This begs the question, what truth might we be violently pushing against today? Are you struggling against the inconvenient truth of Jesus? Or can you relate to Jesus in these cases? Are you a follower of the truth? Perhaps you are experiencing similar violence or rejection in some way today. In either case, let's set our face towards the final scenes of scripture which show Jesus returning to the earth as a triumphant King of Kings, a ruler of all rulers. In this scene, we see Jesus returning on a thundering white horse, and the name given to that rider, Jesus, is faithful and true let's pray jesus you are the way the truth and the life you're the image of god when we see you we see the truth we confess that we push against all sorts of truth in this world it's inconvenient to us and we're also pushed against when we do follow your way please help us to see that the violence against you is not the end You have overcome and you are faithful and true. Amen.